Hello, this is Ricochet, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everybody! It is Avenging Ben, and welcome back to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Unfortunately, Home Milk Mike could not be here tonight. He's a little bit busy. He has some stuff to take care of. But with me, interestingly enough, is the hopefully reformed Ray Raymundo. Hello, Ray. Reformed? What do you mean, Ben? I am reformed. I don't know what to say about that, but... You know, Hello, you, guppies. You break. You broke into my friend's apartment during Hell in a Cell last October, and you did kick the shit out of all of us. So there you go. I, what? Do you seriously not remember this? I have no clue. What are you talking about, Padoka? How hard did we hit you in the head after that one hog show? You guys hit me. What do you guys keep talking about? You said oh, this on Saturday. Oh, oh whatever God. it doesn't. Oh, whatever it Let's doesn't. Let's start the show. Let's start the show and get on with it. So, of course, welcome again to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I'm Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on, my friend. And here we are. Go- Today we are going to be talking about a few things. It's going to be a shorter episode than usual because later on tonight, at the time of this recording, me and Home Milk Mike, once he's completed his, uh, once he's completed his, li- once he- his errands, we're going to be appearing on Russian on Running Radio, which is going to be pretty exciting. We're going to be uh, on another person's podcast for the first time. So. <laughs> I'm sorry if I said Russian radio, but no, it's running radio. And thank you again to those guys for having us on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun, but this is not running radio. And of course, there's D- there's our DJ being funny as always. But of course, this is the GAWP, and we are here to talk about a few different things. So we, I was at Ring of Honor Final Battle this past Friday, and you watched to be a pay per view, correct? Uh, yes, I did. All right, fantastic. So we both have like a different perspective on the show. I was at the live event. You were watching on TV. So I think so. Overall, what did you think of Final Battle? Because I loved it. To me, just through TV, it was an awesome show. So I can only imagine how the experience was live. Because a few of our friends actually went to every last one said it was an amazing show. Can't wait for March 4th. Where all of us will actually be there, I'm hoping. Oh, hopefully we'll see what happens. Like, that's going to be a weird time of year, so we'll see what happens. But Final Battle 2016 overall was a fantastic show. And, yeah, there's not a lot much to say. We could go through it part match by match, but that would kind of I recommend everybody just seek it out and watch it. I think the best thing to do would be to talk about our favorite moments from the show. So what moment stood out to you as, like, the big, great moment of Final Battle? It would be some of your favorite moments. Okay, I'm not going to say what happened. I'm just going to say watch Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal. Oh, That's yeah. all I'm going to say. We're not going to spoil it because it's a it's, must-see match. It's a must-see match. Not a match of the year candidate, mind you, but something happens at the end of this match that is definitely worth It's watching. a too-sweet moment. It's a bit, yes. Intent indeed. The big one of the big shocker moments for me, at least, was seeing Silas Young beat Jushin Thunder Liger. You said his name right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Gushin this time. I said. Oh, Jushin. I said Jushin. 
Oh my God. But yeah, so that was one of the bigger shocks for me because I'm like, of course, I believe TP Silas Young went out, went off without a hitch. We have a, we, it actually worked. We didn't, uh, we didn't think it would, but like a surprising amount of people showed up, brought some, brought some TV and threw it on, threw it on uh, Silas Young who looked, who looked fucking pissed. Just for that, we have to say thank you, DJ. Thank you, DJ. He was one of the main proprietors who came up with this cockamamie idea, so thank you for that. It was a lot of fun. You can see it happening on television. It was amazing. So that was a great moment. If you don't know, Silas Young apparently hates New Yorkers, so this was us hating them back. Fuck you, Silas Young. We're going to throw toilet paper. In a legal manner. We all were doing it legally. Legally. no law against throwing toilet paper. Yeah, but like, I, we New Yorkers are assholes, indeed. My God, but yeah, like, oh, like, what else is there to say? I do have to say though, uh, the six-man tag match between the Motor City Machine Guns uh, teaming up with Donovan Dijak in versus the Cab. They they go under a new name, but it was the team of the Cabinet, correct? What was their new name? Oh God, I cannot remember either. I just remember them as the Cabinet. I was this match was like. It was okay, but the bigger six-man tag was the new trios champions that I, have, I really want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, you want to Having... talk about the kingdom going three-on-three three with Kushida, Leo Rush, and Jay White. You, you can take it, man. That match was great. To me, that match, it, it was something that was needed. Having the kingdom at least re-debut or reform, as you said earlier. It was a reformation having Matt Taven as the new leader of the kingdom. And them actually winning the titles, amazingly, being the first trios champions of Ring of Honor. I thought, like, again, I've always been hesitant of the whole six-man tag team championships thing. I think the best company that does it right now is Lucha Underground. But, uh, yeah, I, but I think they handled the inaugural match very well. And this was fantastic. I mean, fucking Leo Rush, man. That dude, he's a fucking freak of agility, man. Yeah, the team but, that is are the new six-man champions are TKO Ryan and Vilni Marsiglia teaming oh up with God. Matt Taven. But of course, in that if that match stole the show for you, the match that stole the show for me personally was the triple threat Ring of Honor World Television Championship match between Dragon Lee, Will Ospreay, and honestly, one of my new favorite wrestlers, Marty the, Marty the Villain Skrull. Skrull, Skrull, my apologies, Skrull, but... God, uh, you cannot pronounce it. It's a difficult name to pronounce, honestly. Just say the villain. I'm used to to reading Marvel comic books, and they have villains called the Skrulls. And so I'm used to saying that. Oh, God. But we do have to talk about... We are saddened to hear. We do... we We are sorry about this. Bobby Fish's mother actually passing away during the weekend, which is why... This was he a shame not. to hear. Like, he, he didn't show up at the show, and we, I was asking people, asking my buddy Damon, who was nice enough to hook me up with a ticket for the show. Shout out to Damon, who gave me a, a great seat and a great ticket, so shout out to you, man. You're the fucking MVP. Thank you so much, man. I wanted to give you a quick shout out. He's awesome. Damon Chan, he's awesome. Thank you, Damon. Thank, Thank you, Damon. Thank you, Damon. But the big thing was I was asking my buddy, like, what happened to Bobby Fish? I thought he was supposed to be here. But I'm like, then we found out his mom passed away. He couldn't be there. I'm like, 
that kind of thing can really mess with the guy. He can let alone function, let alone re- barely function, let alone wrestle. So my, 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 our sympathies go out to Bobby Fish. Uh, we're so sorry for your loss. Feel better. Uh, gr- grieve as much as you need to, and then yeah. come back strong because we're big fans of you here, and we're sorry you. We're sorry we couldn't see a lot, but you know, the sympathies go out to you. Feel better, man. But the match yep. beyond that, the match was a solid match of the year contender. It yeah, that was, match definitely stole the show. It was awesome. You have Dragon Lee, who I'd never seen before. This, who that dude blew my mind, man. It's so rare to see like a, a luchador come over and like transcend and like become over with the crowd. But that dude, he was getting crazy big pops. Of course, and of course, Will Ospreay. I had never seen Will Ospreay live before, and I gotta tell you, it's an experience. Well, you must be very proud of yourself. Yes, I am. Thank you. Oh Arnold God. Sh- Thank you, Arnold. Arnold? It is Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, like seeing Will Ospreay live is an experience I will never forget. And seeing that dude do crazy, holy shit, flippy moves is uh, is is something you have to see to believe. Doing seeing it on television, seeing it on WCPW or New Japan Pro Wrestling, seeing it there isn't doing it justice. If you can ever get the chance to go to a show and Will Ospreay is performing. Fucking go because he he did this shooting star press off of the top turnbuckle out of the ring, and then when that happened, everybody lost their goddamn minds. Why? Yeah, it's a lot of flips, I guess. A lot of flips. Oh my god! This match? match, this match was flippy as fuck. And Wait then he, and speaking say of it flipping, again. our DJ sent me a clip. Did you almost flip off the bleacher, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I almost fell off the bleachers. I, actually, funny, I didn't fall. I didn't fall off yeah. the bleachers, but I was. I was on the guardrail. I was on the guardrail because I was on the second story section, like at least the second section up from the bottom. And what happens is, like, I'm going fucking crazy during this whole show. Yeah. And I, from from our DJ's perspective, who was at the show, by the way, from our DJ's perspective, it looked like I was ready to fall. But that's just yes! because I was. I was going, yes. Yes! I was yes. Going, thank you, Arnold. Thank okay, you, Arnold. So you almost died, okay. I, I did not, not almost die. But How are you doing, old buddy? But I got to say, though, the Hammerstein Ballroom is an awesome venue. It definitely is. Hopefully, it's, like I said, March 4th, they're back with Manhattan Madness. Hopefully we'll all of us are in attendance. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, like I had seen clips of it. I've seen clips of the Hammerstein from old – from old ROH and ECW shows, but I had never, <laughs> but I had never seen it before, and it was really cool to be there. Wait, I just per- got a bulletin. I just got a bulletin. Hold on. Breaking news: Ben almost dies at ROH show. Yes, we just covered that. Thank you. <laughs> I did not almost die. Do you, guys, do you guys honestly think that I'm just some accident-prone idiot? Uh, your words, not ours. <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. I knew that one was coming, but what? Uh, okay, so we talked about ROH. Well, like, Wait, the one hold more on. Thing, we can't, we what, can't the big even... One, we got to mention who, the two more things. The person, in my opinion, who got the <laughs> biggest pop of the night, hands down, was Dalton Castle. You tell me. Holy shit. Yes, I will tell you about this because it is amazing. Dalton Castle comes out, you know, with his peacock feathers and, and boys and all that shit. But then, dude comes out on a Roman chariot looking fucking super fly on that thing. He came out like a goddamn boss. He was 
It was insane to see yep. him. And Dude. to mention also with that, one of the boys was actually one of our own HOG, Mark Quinn. Yes! Yo, that was insane. I didn't know that. Well, good for him getting in on the ground floor like that because you're, you're, uh, you're a boy one day, you're in RLH the next. You're a rosebud, then you're on Monday Night Raw. It's, it, it's a weird like dichotomy in the wrestling industry. Hey, good. anything can happen. Anything good. Can, like, happen. can I tell you something, Kevin? You know, the, you, know the, you know the film director, Kevin Smith? No. Yep. Okay, no. well, he, he described, like, succeeding in Los Angeles. He described it as failing upward. You essentially fail upward. So, like, I guess, I, same, you. I guess the same philosophy applies to wrestling. You essentially fail upward. But the biggest thing coming out of it, aside from the huge pop that Dalton Castle got, you got to talk about the main event, Kyle oh, O'Reilly. Versus the battle of Future Shock. That was... On TV, TV does not give this match justice That's at all. No, 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 no. You guys got to understand, when fucking Adam Cole came out doing his thing, everybody, in, especially when him and the Young Bucks came out, anybody even related to Bullet Club at this thing got a huge fucking pop. Oh, by the way, before we talk about this, we didn't talk about the biggest news coming out of the fucking tag team title match. After the title match, Matt Hardy appears on the oh! guy's Matt the broken Hart, one. The broken one, the the master of the seven deities, shows up and says, I Could I speak to the drug dealer little... of the house? <laughs> yeah, because Matt Hardy looks like a fucking drug dealer. He does. But, like, yeah. he shows up and says, I will render you ramshackle rednecks and you sport monkeys obsolete. Are you crazy? Yes. He's Are you out of your mind? Stop interrupting. He probably is crazy, but you got to understand, the minute he popped up on screen... Everybody lost their goddamn minds. It was insane. Seriously, it shows how pop. It shows how popular this dude is and how over he is with everybody. Because, yeah, he he got the biggest fucking ovation yep. I have. Well, ever. we all know what's gonna happen when finally the Hardy show up. Our will, will fade away and classify themselves as obsolete. Obsolete. Oh yes, me and brother Nero. Oh my God, I love I love him so much, man. He's fantastic. Yeah, oh, big, no. main event, big main event of final battle was with Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and no disqualification match. This match was fucking brutal. I'm talking thumbtack, steel chairs, trash cans, suplexes. This was the whole nine yards. It was the first time I had ever seen blood live. In all my time as a wrestling fan, I have never gotten to see people bleeding in a wrestling show right before my eyes, and that was something. Nice. So, yeah, definitely a strong match. The ending did not disappoint. If you haven't seen it yet, of course, Kyle O'Reilly has reached the top of the mountain. He has claimed the ROH World Championship, which I'm so happy because Kyle O'Reilly is one of my favorites in Ring of Honor. And it couldn't be from a better opponent either because these two have put on – the um, story of stories, this match, you have to watch it for yourselves because this whole match told the whole tale. It was perfect. It told it. You're completely right. It told this match was absolutely perfect, not just from an athletic standpoint, because it told a good story. Which is what wrestling is supposed to be nowadays. It's telling the story through two opponents, or how many it is, because you never know. It can be it's telling that story, telling that story through wrestling. And that's what this match did beautifully. It told this story 
about one friend who became more successful than the other. The other friend kept trying and trying. As the in the promo that Adam Cole cut, which is one of the best promos of all year, of the whole year. But like, Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole says like there were two valiant knights, and the other knight tried to defeat him, and he failed. Then he failed again, and he kept saying. This sun, this Friday night, you will fail again. But then Kyle O'Reilly rises to the occasion and defeats Adam Cole, which was fucking amazing. Congratulations now, to Kyle O'Reilly. Prop, hats off to you, man. Now, question to you, Ben: Do you see Bobby Fish versus Kyle O'Reilly? Ooh, that is a very good question because I don't know what the plan's gonna be because. Bobby Fish, he's a fantastic wrestler too, and I would love to see the, the implosion of Red Dragon to see those two. Yeah, but I see both of them being like one-upsmen, so I see them trying to fight over that title sooner, sooner rather than later. Yeah. But yeah, like we'll definitely see where that goes, but overall, from the both of us, we both fought ROH Final Battle 2016. Oh, excellent show, excellent and show. Across the board, a fantastic show. That does it for ROH Final Battle. Let's start talking about the news and the events of WWE this week. We're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown, of course. Wait, wait, Ben. Wait, wait, wait. How are we going to skip over? It was a long weekend for both of us. Our Sunday, we were both dead. But we have to go through House of Glory. Oh. We cannot forget about our student showcase. Of course. How could I Which you called Ring of Honor student showcase, but I'm going to let that point. slide. You got to point out all my clubs live on the air. God damn you. You got to point out all of my inconsistencies. I'm a good in friend. Place. I have to make sure you better yourself. I'm a, I'm, how <laughs> can I be your friend and not do that? I, I keep good company, I suppose. But yeah, let's talk about, before we get into Raw and SmackDown, we're going we're gonna to talk about um, the House of Glory student showcase number two. This was the second one. Yep. And this was an absolutely phenomenal indie show. We've seen a lot of great indie shows this year. We've seen Future Is Now, Give the People What They Want. We've seen House of Glory Unbreakable, of course. I've seen a few other things. But, yeah, this was – it's almost redundant at this point to say, oh, House of Glory put on a good show because I am hard-pressed to think of any House of Glory show that was bad because – even when like um, even the, the shows aren't as good as others, they still have at least two or three matches I found really entertaining. Yeah, that's that's the point of House of Glory. They try to do every show. They try to top the next. That's and that's, I'd say they succeed most of the time, and it's pretty amazing. So yeah, this show sold out. The house is packed on Saturday. Oh there were yeah, people having to stand Man. because we ran out of seats. Yeah, which is a good thing in wrestling. You you want to get to that point. You do. You want to at least fill the house to close to capacity, or you at least want to fill it. That's the goal. But yeah, yep. like of course. But the like HOGs, they are one of the number one companies in New York today. How Mike is one of the number one guys on this radio on this podcast. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> oh my God! It's like every. Listen to the shit for Whole Milk Mike. Fuck Avenging Ben, right? <laughs> Fuck this guy. Ugh. Everybody listens to the show for Whole Milk Mike. They love that. They love. They love him. But yeah, this was a fantastic show across the board. And of course, the two big guests of the, the three big guests of the show were Teddy Long, who was the guest general manager, who did not fail by making a tag team match. He did do that. We are gonna have ourselves a tag team match, and that was. 
That was. Oh, we'll talk about that when we get to that match because that match was, it was amazing as well. It was. But also there. the two other guests that we're talking about, the returning Zach Saber Jr. Which, who took on Mark Quinn in an amazing match with some good comedy spots, too. We'll talk about that. And, of course, we had the main event. We had Anthony Gangone defending the HOG Heavyweight Championship against King Ricochet, the original HOG Heavyweight Champion. So it was interesting to see him back in HOG ring. So, but those are the big... The, happened on the show but like some amazing mid-card stuff happened on the show as well we of course in the opening contest we had the debuting brian burgundy the big who like to be known as the big deal taking on fucking draconis and i gotta say draconis looks like oh god yeah he kind of actually our friend made a really good point like this isn't a slight to the guy because this wrestler was awesome but uh, the big deal really kind of looks like in size and in ring ability, kind of reminds us of Crash Holly, which is not an insult. Because Crash no, Holly, it's, it really not because Crash Holly was a workhorse. So we're really giving it up to Brian Burgundy. Who Hopefully, who it. knows? This could be our next crown jewel champion. Who knows? Who knows? But like, yeah, he liked to be known as the big deal, and he took on fucking Draconis, who I gotta say that dude is built like a brick shit house. Oh my god. I was wondering if Teddy Long was going to come out and say, did I make a match with The Undertaker? (laughs) (laughs) We are going to face The Undertaker. (laughs) But yeah, the the big deal wins with like a a Hurricane Rana roll-up. Like he won through implausible. He had his little stepladder, which was amazing. Which was such an amazing spot. With the test of strength. That was awesome. It was something you had to be there because we're not even... Doing just the, our words are not doing it justice right now. There was this amazing spot. I actually think I might have this clip still, and I might post it up on the GAWP Facebook page. But you gotta understand, Draconis picks this dude up like he was a five-year-old and just starts carrying him around the ring and slamming him into ring posts. Oh, was, yeah. The which, hardest part of the damn ring. God. Oh, oh wow. It's the hardest part of the damn ring, as if years of watching WWE haven't conditioned me to know that but yeah that was an amazing match of course the big deal gets the win in his debut but then and i made this joke to whole milk mike who was with me at the show draconis cuts this promo he starts screaming to everybody you have no idea what's going to happen you will soon witness like the end of house of glory the beginning of the destruction like real kind of apocalypto 666 the devil is coming. yeah the only thing i heard from his promo because he was like I don't know if it was the pop for Burgundy or anything. I can only hear him say, you've been warned. I'm like, oh, God, what's going to happen next? But then, then I, I sarcastically look over to Mike and I say to him, and I'm sure we'll never see him again. Sure enough, uh, later in the night, it was, pri- who was, the, oh, it was the team of Bones and Cobra going, going two-on-two in a tag match with... Um, Herbal Affairs, who we're big fans of. Yes, we are. Toasty Tom, Toasty Tom. I am actually currently wearing a Toasty Tom t-shirt. <laughs> Funny enough, but yeah. But if you've ever met uh, Herbal Affairs and Toasty Tom, chillest guys on the planet. That, that's sort of, the, sort of their characters. They're stoners, and they're awesome. But amazingly, finally, after like months of watching them, I think I finally see these guys 
win a match. They defeat Cobra and Bones in a really good tag team match. I mean, fantastic, uh, was fantastic match. But then that's not the big news coming out of this. Uh, out of wait, this we match. do have to say one of the spots though during the match. Where Jimmy Blaze and Rembrandt Lewis are both in the ring, and Zach, or referee Zachary Snow had just gotten a blast of mist in his face. And not just any mist, it was a herbal mist. Let's call it that. That's the new, that's the new, that's the new name for it. We're not going to call it the green mist, we're calling it the herbal mist. So from that, Zachary Snow is out of it. Jimmy Blaze wears a wig and starts saying, that's me. He starts saying, no, that's me. And he's like, the referee looks so confused. Because he's high at the moment. Oh so he's like, oh my God, the herbal mist. Jesus Christ, it's weed. It, it's weed. Let's not. We know, it's, we, we know it's weed, but we're trying to keep this. The illusion. We have kids. <laughs> Damn it. What, what parent is going to let their kid listen to this show? Danny show, Danny show, Danny kids listen to this. Drink your milk. Stay in school. Stop listening. <laughs> Stop listening to the show. Go, go play some baseball or something. Drink some apple juice. But yeah, the fun, the big thing that came out. Drink your milk. Stay in school. Apple yeah, juice. Apple juice. But yeah, the big spot coming out of this match was afterwards. And I had no idea that they even had this ability in the Elks Lodge, but the lights go out, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah, because we were sitting, we are also sitting by our bud, Henry. We'll uh-huh. be on a future show, by the way. Let's, let's put that out there. Come on at some point. We'll see. But, yeah. like, the we lights... We mentioned to him, like, oh, God, somebody forgot to pay the light bill. Electric bill. But then we see some people running out of the shadows. Then we see a large figure, and I'm like, what the hell's happening? The lights go up, and you see Draconis standing there again and he's like he's looking fucking badass with like blood on him and shit and i'm like what the hell is all of this and then he has like a bunch of like demons with him like cultists with demon masks on like if you've ever listened to the band ghost like he looks they look like the the faceless ghouls that go around with papa emeris from ghost like google them ghost it's awesome but he comes out with these fucking cloaked demons and and then Bones kicks the shit out of Cobra, and him and Draconis put him in a body bag and just go- walk away with him. Like, Smoke the- weed every day. I, who, I don't know what kind of drugs they were on to come up with this, but this segment was awesome. It, it was, was scary at some point. It was point. genuinely scary. Like, if children, because I know for a fact there are some children that go to these House of Glory shows. <laughs> if I was like. We had a child right in front of us. A- Baby was right in front of me and Whole Milk Mike, and we're covering her poor eyes because you were. We, we witnessed the murder, basically. Yeah, they're putting this dude in a friggin' body bag, and then they leave, and then then the ring announcer comes back, and he's and he's just like, "Now nah, we're moving on with the rest of the student jokes." But before he does that, it's there's this pregnant silence that lasts for like ever. And yeah, even I, even the announcer who is David Adams, we have to give that shout out. Shout out to David Adams. Hang on, hang on. I am receiving word. Okay, I'm receiving word. Okay, Whole Milk Mike is here, ladies and gentlemen. Whole Milk Mike is here. Oh God, he made it. Hello. You can't make an episode without me. 
Oh my god, he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Whole Milk you're Mike just, is here. You're just in time, dude. So we're talking about that. So I heard you talking about a body bag. So we're talking about Draconis fucking putting Cobra in that yeah. bag. And it's like before, I guess before we let you, like I gotta say, there's this long silence that goes on for like ever, and then I then I break the silence by saying, "Okay, what the fuck was that?" And, and the whole fucking lot just erupts in laughter. So I got my one my one pop of the night. That's my theme song for right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we, yeah. But yeah, Mike, welcome welcome back, my friend. So before okay, it's like okay, whole milk mic, everybody. So what did yeah. you think what did you think of uh, the HOG student showcase too? It was good. I was very impressed with all the new students. So I, I was to be honest, going into it, I was expecting newer faces, but I, I got to see some of the original faces. But all in all, it was a really good show from top to bottom. Yep. So, of course, we got to talk about, we talked about Draconis and his weird-ass cult thing. But now I think the big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the big spots to talk about was uh, the new... I forget what it was. It's been a few, a few days since we've seen it. But it was the team of... Tag? You're talking about the six-man, right? The six-man tag team match. Remind it, me who was... It was the Wrecking Crew. And Wrecking Crew, Evander James versus Tank, who made his in-ring debut. Josh Glide of Two Click. And Big Daddy Cruz, who made his triumphant return. Yep. But we do have to speak about why this actually happened. Before this segment, we just hear... Through the silence, we just see Shapiro... Matthew Ryan Shapiro and yep. the Trust carrying a body... So from body to body, everybody's carrying bodies now. What the hell is happening? <laughs> then they just I mean, walked out. Everybody's with... fucking dead. Everybody <laughs> died it on this show. Everybody died it. <laughs> and to, the, milk to, Don't smoke to weed. our scare, it's Brian Excel. Yeah, he comes out. He and he was just corpsing that shit. He was just limp. He was limp as fuck, like a dead body. He acted like he acts like he was being thrown out by bouncers at a club. I know, and like he comes out, but then like. A tank comes out to make the save. Big Daddy he gets beat up. Yeah. Save. Josh Glide comes out to make the save. But it was. But then finally we get this seriously awesome six man tag match. Thanks to Teddy Long who made okay. finally made a tag Teddy team Long match. Teddy Long made it a tag team match, which was player, 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 which was amazing. But yeah, like overall that was a fantastic match. But I believe the highlight for everybody. Was Zack Saber Jr. versus Mark Quinn of Private Party? Yeah. That was that was a great technical match. Mark Quinn actually adapted perfectly to, to be able to wrestle Zack Saber Jr. It was awesome. And yeah, also, I'm, I'm had, used to him being a tag team guy, but he really impressed me in, in the singles competition. He really crushed it. Like this was a genuinely fantastic match. Like this could be something that could be on. This could be something that could be on Ring of Honor, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference because it was that good. Yeah, mm. that that gives props to Mark Quinn, though. Even I think we were talking about that before the match ended. This match couldn't have been picked any better. It was a perfect contrast of styles. At the same time, it was something that 
It was just poetry in motion, basically. And of course, you had you had those amazing spots where, like, Mark Quinn was inviting him to the party, and he started playing music, and it was a big dance party. Oh god! That, I he, was he, laughing so hard. He goes from being Dalton Castle's boy the night before, and then the next night he puts on an awesome match with Zack Saber Jr. This what a guy weekend can, for him! This guy can do it all. Hey, 24 hours is a big difference, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Wait, but, yeah. but we're talking about two six-man tags. We have to talk about one more that happened that night, which was the team of the Super Savages teaming oh. up with HOG's resident superhero, Smiley. Resident psychopath, you believe. Resident psychopath. He's still a superhero that night because he teamed up with one more with Monta. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know you got to be talking. Of course, and they finally announced the that Smiley will be going one-on-one with Nikki Heat at the December 17th show. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many months did you go for It's about time. A fucking year. No, not a year. It's been, it's been a few months, but it feels like a year. It's felt a very long, but they're going to announce. Hopefully, I can make it out to H- the HOG sixth anniversary show. But oh, you're it fucking does- going. What do you mean? Hopefully, you're going to be falls, there. It falls right in the middle of my finals week, so you I do not know. You, you are going. going. Here's the good news, though: the two hardest tests, the two most difficult ones, will be done before before the day of the show, and the easier ones are after. So. I think But I it's a Saturday sleep. night. Do you have an exam on a Sunday? No, I don't, but I do have work. Aww. Oh, God. So it's like I got to pick my spots with how I study. But I promise I will, I will – if I have to study all day Saturday to justify going to that show that night, I will, I will study until my eyes bleed. Ben, we'll tell you this. Bring your books to House of Glory <laughs> like and I'm study stu- through the show. <laughs> During I, intermission, just start studying, mass studying. Oh my but god! You must that, come to Let it go, Smiley. What the fuck's the square root of pi? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, wait. Oh god! Hang on, wait, wait, wait. See, this is. Wait, here we go. It's like, let's go, Smiley. What the fuck is that? What the hell is that? Uh, the the, the uh, square root of isosceles triangle? Smoke weed oh, every day. Breaking Ooh, news black from man, our You DJ. broke my book. Breaking news from Artesia. This is important, guys. You have to read this. Oh, no, it isn't. Don't read this. I'm going to read it. No, 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 no. It's important. It is not important. Yes, it is. He's trolling you. He's trolling you. This is a wrestling show, not a show for fucking. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I tried, DJ. I tried. It was a fantastic Pendejo grande. Pendejo grande. <laughs> and of course you had... I didn't and, die. Yeah. Oh, you, you did have one of the, one, in my opinion, the other match of the night, which was Ken Broadway defending the crown against Rude Boy Riley. Cash. Low. I R-N-C. See. I got that cash. Low. Low. R-N-C. Because if it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. Can I say one thing, though? How Cat and Broadway has gotten so over to the point that the, all the damn Elks Lodge was singing his theme song. Even a fucking baby was singing. <laughs> yeah. Cash. Yeah. Yep. There was a bit. Yes. 
got that cash. No, I am. I can't see. We got that cash. Oh, we Are got you booing a baby DJ? God. Damn. I was luck. I was lucky enough to get a uh, fake fifty dollar bill from Ken Broadway that night. Did you? Did you go out and try and pass it off as real? Uh, no, because the back says for motion picture use only. And I don't think he <laughs> wants to get arrested. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't want to get arrested, but you won't get arrested. But hey, people, that, does it people, feel like a real bill, though? That's my question. Hey, hey, company that I own money for my college loan. Here, here's a fifty. Can you take this? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, an amazing show across the board. House of Glory. More great things to come from them. If you want to go see some more amazing House of Glory wrestling, you can, of course. Shall go to the sixth anniversary show that is going to be Saturday, December 17th at the NYC Arena at 9112, 144th place, Jamaica, New York. And it's gonna there's gonna be a meet and greet at five o'clock. Show starts at seven. And of course, you can come and see the Broken Hardies, Team 3D, EYFBO, and Private Party in a four-way tag team mashup match. It's gonna be amazing. And, and definitely front, try to get your get seats try, now. Get tickets now. Front row just sold out. Ben, what's a mashup match? A mashup. Well, is it's that a mashup sa- of styles. That's is, it, is, it the same as, is it the same as a stairs match? Fuck you. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Not a right. stairs match. Uh. But we do have to mention front row is sold out, second row is sold out. And third row, so seats are getting limited. Please buy your seats now at HMC. Ray, why now. would me and Ben care? Because we are the general, general admission wrestling podcast. I don't know. I just wanted to mention that because something inside me feels like I have the money enough to buy a front row. God, why do I want to say that? But yeah, something okay. feels weird. <laughs> the well, come on down. So that does it for so that does it for uh, the HOG conversation. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be right back with a little Raw and SmackDown discussion. We'll be right back. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Do you need custom designs for your indie promotion? Then check out Title Fight Graphics. They make graphic designs for promotions such as House of Glory, Game Changer Wrestling, and, of course, Evolve Wrestling. And it's high-quality stuff, man. You can check out their Facebook page, Title Fight Graphics, and Twitter at Title Fights GFX. This is high-quality stuff, guys. If you want to make sure your indie promotion has the best graphics possible, check out Title Fight Graphics on Facebook and Twitter. Also, check out srguniverse.com for custom hats, shirts, and indie wrestling card sets of your favorite indie wrestlers. I'm holding a Super Show The Backlash card set right now, El Super Ombre versus The Mercenator. There's great artwork on these cards. It's easy to play. It's a lot of fun. Check it out at srguniverse.com. In addition to their own original characters, you can also check out cards based on indie wrestlers you can see at House of Glory and FTW, such as Smiley, TJ Marconi, The Rogue, Anthony Gangone, and Rage. You got all your favorites, and there's more to come. Check them out at srguniverse.com and get your first set of cards right now. And, of course, you can follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And the show itself is available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Podtastic for free, no charge needed. So check us out at The Gop Show on Instagram and Twitter and the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. Don't be a silly willy. Join the madness, assholes.
All right, we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. So, those are some nice ads. Consider doing some of that stuff. So, so we are moving on to, of course, Raw and SmackDown for the week. And we're going to talk about a few select highlights. But first, let's talk about the thing that really kind of made Raw this week, question mark, the big um, Enzo Amore segment. Uh, huh. Where do you start did, with this? Where do you start with this? I don't oh, know. God. Okay, first of all, did you guys think this was a good segment? Yes. I what think it, oh God. I just, when I see this segment, and then I see the tweet Lance Storm actually tweeted out. Did you guys see this where he says the Macho Man gave him one advice before he died? I used my wife in one segment. I don't have a wife anymore. Oh. I feel like they're ruining this actual relationship by having them continue it on TV. Well, here's the th- here's where I defend it. Remember that fucking awful storyline with Ziggler and and Rusev? Oh god, yeah. I want to I want to fucking forget. Do you remember how that storyline ended? Uh, abruptly, because they announced they got engaged. Exactly. Ruru had fucking enough. <laughs> they made it public, and that ended the storyline. Now, that did bury Lana for a few months. But you know what? I don't... Good for them. Like, for fuck's sake, like... <laughs> marriages in wrestling don't fucking work. They really don't. The only Except one that's for... worked is Stephanie and Triple H. That Maybe, is it. Is Tommy Dreamer still with Beulah McGillicuddy? Yes, they have yes. two kids. Okay, well, that one has stayed together. With, with, with Scotty the Body, <laughs> also known as Raven. Oh, God. But yeah, well, like, that's the only this, relationship that maintained hype. This segment was so... Okay, can I ask an honest question to you guys? Okay, pretend you guys aren't wrestling fans for a second, okay? Yes. Okay. But yeah, from an outside perspective, I gotta ask you, like, who was the heel in this equation? Like, oh, so pro amore. Oh, so Because sorry, sorry people that are listening. Don't here because he was more than willing and ready more to than fuck ready. a married woman. He was ready, willing and gable to fuck a, a fuck a married woman. No, you know what he was? He was hyped to fuck a married woman. Don't you fucking We don't start. get hyped. We stay high. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I will punch you in the fucking soul. Mo, Joe, Mo, Mo, Joe, Mo. Okay, listeners at home, me and Mike have a fucking thing with Ben because he hates Mo Joe. I will punch you both in the fucking soul. We, we know what to get you I swear it, to God, bro. if I get a Mojo Raleigh anything, I will murder you two in public. Okay, fucking- listeners, if I, you see you, Ben in public, please say your height. If you, you want to send him any gifts, contact me on my Snapchat, and I'll give you his personal information. You no, I don't want to get hyped. Hey, hype. No. Oh, Mojo. I hate you both so much. No, you don't. We you love you, both. Dad. I love you guys too. But yeah, <laughs> <moving> <laughs> on. Grande. Middle finger. 
But yeah, like, Ed Zamora was clearly the bad guy in this feud. Of course, there Why was, was Ric Flair so willing to give him a damn limousine to fuck It's Ric Flair! One? He's all about getting people laid. Oh, he, God. he took 60 year old women on fucking Space Mountain. You and know, bro. He didn't take Mojo, though. He didn't take Mojo to Space Mountain. <laughs> you know it, bro. Mojo's already on Space Mountain. No, no, no. That's, I, that's, that's, Zach, that's Zach Ryder saying that part. I have no problems with Zach Ryder. I love Zach Ryder. I just can't stand you fucking Mojo Raleigh. Know it, bro. You know it indeed, Zach. Hi. Fuck you. But yeah. All like, right. How fucked up. And then you had like Rusev. Hi. You had Rusev kicking the shit out of him in their own hotel room. Do they have to pay for any of that? Uh, I don't, I don't really care about that, but I liked that they actually showed that Rusev could kick somebody's ass because recently he's been the one getting his ass kicked. Yeah, oh god, about <laughs> they've been booking that dude into the ground. So and I'm the, glad. That... And, and the Wait, visual... talk about getting beat up. Why does my head hurt? Oh god. Uh, just just take an Advil. Take but, an Advil. Um, the visual of Rusev dragging him out into the hallway and Lana just staring at him with that um, the evil smirk. I liked it. It was really good. Oh, and then, like, she puts the do not disturb thing on the door. Those two are about to fuck. So, atten- so pay attention, 12-year-old kids. When a woman puts a sign on a door, it's time to play. Let's find the pickle. <laughs> Rusev, the, no, the, bo- the Bulgarian pickle. <laughs> the Bulgarian pickle. <laughs> Rusev definitely was hyped. Oh, God, is that Ooh. what we call this episode, the Bulgarian pickle? <laughs> nope. No, we're not calling it. <clears throat> See, kids, make, a, make, a, make an O with your, up, with your left hand, and then put, the, put a, one of your fingers from your right and put it in there. <laughs> oh, my God. But That's yeah. how you have sex, people. Weird. <laughs> sex oh, education God. with Whole Milk Mike. <laughs> New segment for me, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> Speaking of new segments, coming we'll talk- to general admission podcast. No, I'm going to mention it right now so we can get something that's not R-rated on the damn air. <laughs> the general admission podcast. Announced to this, we are going to be launching a brand new segment starting very soon, and Mr. Raimundo over here is going to be a key part of the segment. Tell the nice people what this segment is going to be. We'll be bringing to your ears... The General Admission Wrestling Podcast Courtroom with our own judge, Cole Milk Mike. Mike, what would you be doing in this situation now? Could you explain? Well, since Mr. Ray Ramundo wants to be a lawyer in real life, we're going to put him to the test. What we're going to do is we're going to have, not every week, but whenever Ray Ramundo shows up on the show, we will have our, our own version of Wrestler's Court. Him, Mr. Ray Ramundo, and Mr. Benjamin Falbo will be duking it out on certain topics. And I'll declare either that Ray Ramundo's client guilty or not guilty. And we Most of the wait. time, they would be, they would be clear. They'll be good. Order in the court. Order in the court. We'll definitely see what happens. In the GA in GAWP in GAWP court, we'll definitely see what happens. That kind of scared me. I wasn't expecting a gunshot. <laughs> of course. And then we agree, no more gunfire on this show. But speaking wait, of- that's my only that's my only 
Okay. Will I not get shot every time I come on? <laughs> come on, I remember Ray. getting shot. No, no, Ray, no, you didn't get shot. You didn't get shot on the show. No, that was just that, that was just a bag popping. Okay, because every time I was on, I remember getting shot. No, no, no. Yeah, we, 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 we would never do that to you. Okay, okay. Benny's onto us. He's on to us. <laughs> oh my god. What are you guys god. talking about? Are you the nothing, nothing, nothing. Let's talk about nothing, Raw. Don't, don't, worry, don't worry a little head over it. Let's talk about Jericho and Kevin Owens. Oh, I like that Yay. segment. <laughs> this was a very good segment because we finally have... Uh, the, we think we finally have the implosion of Jericho Owens. Which I don't oh, know. the best friends are going to break up. I'm a little sad to see it end because this has actually been one of the most entertaining things. On but the you know what's not going to break up? Our friendship, guys. Aww. Aww. Air hug. Air hug. Air hug. Aww. Well, oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, we're, we're... Okay. What was that? Nothing. That was... Sorry. Okay. That was... That was interesting. Ben, we need to keep an eye on him. Yeah, we do need to keep an eye on him. Who knows? He could still be evil. But, well, um... Moving, moving on with the... Jarek Owens. Yeah. I'm a little sad to see it end because, goddamn, it, does this mean it's the end of the list? No, because I, I think never. That, that, that can never Jericho's happen. Jericho's thing. It's not Kevin Owens' thing. But I'm like, he, Jericho does it because he's a heel. But if this feud turns Jericho face, he wouldn't do it anymore. Why would Jericho be turned face, Ben? Because Jer Owens is the heel. Those that are truly evil never turn good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume you're just talking about Chris Jericho and assume nothing. Of course. DJ, Whatever. get the guns ready. Do not fire until I say so. What? What happened? Yeah, what right. the? What is nothing, happening? Nothing is going on. No, not, nothing, 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 nothing. But yeah, but yeah. It's sad to see Jericho and end. Oh, but Mike, I know you want to talk about the big thing that happened on Monday Night Raw, the tussle in Texas. I was so fucking hyped for it. They they promoted it for a mere You're two minutes. One. You're the only one. Let me finish. Fight. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. Because I'm watching Raw. I'm impressed by it. At 9:10, a graphic shows up. Tussle in Texas. Mark Henry versus Titus O'Neil. And I'm like, oh fucking boy. And a bad done graphic too. If you want actual good graphics, go to title, fight. title fights. Title fight graphic. But um, they make their entrances. Mark Henry's happy. He's bald. He looks like a he looks like Rick Ross. But you know what? He comes out. Titus O'Neil makes fun of the Longhorns. World's strongest slam. One, two, three. The tussle's over. And this fucking long was it for a leg of a fart. A fucking fart. Oh my god. you say whatever you want about this, but you have the best catchphrase on the show. Oh god. Hey Mike, how Mike, how long was Goldberg versus Lesnar? The dog cat smashing her toys. Hey, Mike, <laughs> how long was, uh, how long, like, things longer than Brock versus Goldberg? <laughs> My dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew okay, that Okay, I think I should get away now. Oh. <laughs> no, come closer. Come closer, buddy. You want to see it? No, none of us do. Jesus Christ, but... But yeah, the tussle in Texas lasted the length of a fucking... The only thing I do have to say is that it was an honorable thing. Mark Henry actually went to one of the veterans in the crowd. That yeah. was a nice sight to see. That was very nice. Because I think next week is tribute to the troops, right? Uh, yes, it is. Yep. Next Wednesday. 
Yeah, but it's, it's funny. I, it's an obvious reason why they don't do it anymore. I, I completely get why they don't do it, but I always kind of miss seeing tribute from the troops from the actual army base. I always thought that was so cool. Because it's dangerous to do that nowadays. Yeah, I, There can I, be bombings. I get what why it's dangerous. I'm just saying it was so cool to see them. It was always weird seeing The Undertaker do his entrance. What is there. that sound? It was in the, not, uh, it's the sound of crinkling of a bag of chips. Okay. Yes, that's all it is. But yeah, like it was always weird seeing the Undertaker do his entrance in broad daylight. What, what so do you want them to do? What did Wait, you they're just gonna to talk do? to God and just be like, "God, make it dark." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, but I think the big thing to talk about with this Raw, they're keeping the whole Sasha versus Charlotte thing going, and they're building towards an Iron Man match between the two. Iron Woman. Let's call it an Iron uh, Woman. Iron Maiden. Excellent. An Iron Maiden Wait, match. Wait, I speak Spanish now? What the hell is happening? But what okay. did you guys Come on, Ray. Think? You've always spoke Spanish. <laughs> I do? What okay. do you guys think of them keeping this feud going longer? Do you think it devalues the feud, or do you think that it enhances it? Ray, go first. I'm going to say they should have at least given like a break, have one of the other... Women superstars join in, do a Bailey match, something like that, because we're just gonna keep going Emelina. and going and going. Next week is the debut of Emelina. Have something else, some substance to this feud. They had yeah. one. They had one other feud on Raw, and it was over a fucking teddy bear. Oh God! So now wait, I guess. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't see this on the Raw pre-show, which nobody watches. A Bailey was handing out her Bailey bears, which are bears, little teddy bears that are dressed like her. Yeah. And she gave one to Cedric Alexander. And then Alicia Fox wasn't having none of that shit. And so she challenged Bailey to a match, and that happened. Oh, I understand now because Alicia has a thing for him. Yeah, they're going to ruin Cedric Alexander. They, they're going to give him a hot woman. I don't, I don't blame them for that. Yeah, yeah, but that diminishes the role that Cedric Alexander is on right now. Oh, I remember. <laughs> no, you don't remember it, DJ. You don't remember it. Wait, DJ, I have a question ago. for you. Why are you doing this? Why are you interrupting all of our segments now? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I remember. What do you remember, DJ? Our DJ is a, is a fucking God. sociopath who enjoys, who enjoys uh, interrupting our shows just because he can. It's a normal thing. It's like a pop-up ad on your computer. If you just ignore it, it'll go away. Hopefully, because this is my first time with you guys, and he's interrupting everything. Uh, wait, you don't remember? Okay, oh, no. I remember. Never, Never mind. mind. Let's not. Never let's mind. Poke the bear here. But it's, it's, yeah, it's glad, it's glad that you finally made your appearance on the show. Mike, what do you th what do you think of them keeping this feud going longer? Because. Do you think it devalues the feud thus far? Do you think it devalues this women's division? What do you think of it? Uh, hmm. Well, when Sasha, when I first saw Sasha cut the promo, and then she mentioned Iron Woman, I was thinking, can this please be the last match? For the love of fucking Christ, can it be the last match? I hope and, it is. And besides, so and Byron fucking marked out on the announce table, so... <laughs> Good for him. If during this match we just all want us to get shot, just stop with the damn. 
match after match of Sinatra and fucking Charlotte. So hopefully this this match of Roadcock is finally over with. <laughs> Roadcock. I thought it was Cockblock. Cockblock, Roadcock, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Is anybody can actually watch this pay per view? God. No, damn. no. Maybe, maybe if they put the women in the main event, but we'll see. Oh my God, we'll but, see. So those are pretty much the highlights from Monday Night Raw. Overall, what did you think of Raw this week? Much better than last week. Oh yeah, way yep. better. We had way shit. better. Let's talk about something that'll give us more to talk about. Let's talk about SmackDown Live. Oh, and our boy. And I'm hyped for this one. And if we're talking about the events of, you have to talk about the Ascension match. You guys want to talk about Connor's fucked up face? No, yeah. I want to talk about their opponents. Their opponents no in this match were the hype bros. Smoke weed every like a boss. Okay, let's talk about the hype, bros. Benjamin Falbo versus Mojo Rawley at WrestleMania 33. I will kick his ass. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You lying sack of shit. You <laughs> would not kick his ass. I, I see Mojo Rawley pinning you in like 10 seconds. One, one pounce and you're fucking done. <laughs> Just a basic clothesline. We don't get hype. We stay hype. Oh, no, bro. I fucking hate you, Mojo. We Raleigh. don't get hype. We stay. Hey, you lack, we bro. We don't get Reese hype. Shit. Dude reminds me of every fucking douchebag I knew back in high school. I can if smell the action. If there was ever a way we can have him on the show, Mojo Raleigh, if you're listening. Yeah, because Mojo listens to this show. Mojo, I'm sure you're a nice guy in real life, but it, I just can't stand your fucking character. Just so people know, I tweeted on Mojo Raleigh yesterday because I wanted to respond so fucking badly. <laughs> so I tweeted at him, at Mojo Raleigh WWE. My good friend, at Falbo underscore Benjamin, is your biggest fan. He is currently depressed and needs some motivation. Hashtag... He needs hype in his life. We don't Please, all hype. listeners, if you're hearing this, please be tweet at Mojo We don't get hype. The we... gum stays hype. Oh, fuck the fucking hype, bros. God damn it. The we only no, thing. No, 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 no. We love the hype, bros. We love the hype, bros. They're going to be the next SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I will murder you, and I will punch you both in the fucking Mojo Raleigh's gonna pin Randy Orton with the pounce. Okay, we had our fun. Let's actually talk about an interesting tag match. What which was the newly up? crowned WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The... What do you call them? Can't you still the call new, them the, the Wyatts? They call the family. The new Wyatt family. That's what they were called. On their oh, this reminds family. me of the new Nexus. We're fucked. Oh, oh no. The end oh, is no. nigh. The end, the end is, is nigh. nigh. Get get away. Away. The, end the end is nigh. Oh my god. Oh, god. Said, this was a this was a good match. And I think Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt make a pretty good pairing. Their tag team finisher is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's a setup for the sister Abigail, but then he gives them the opponent a kiss, throws them to Randy and an RKO. Pretty damn cool. And I think that their new their combined theme song is pretty cool. 
Which is interesting because those that actually remember Randy Orton's old theme song, it starts with the burning of light theme. Then it's into smashes, voices. And then smashes into uh Smashes into that, and then it turns into the Bray Wyatt theme, which is interesting. But yeah, I think they make a pretty solid tearing. Do you think that they're eventually going to break them up? Yep. Uh, yeah, I see Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Both I in say, the Rumble, I, and he eliminates yeah. them. Yeah, but the question is, who do they lose the tag team titles to? American, Al- American Alpha. No, the Hype Bros. I will punch you both in the dick. Man, why is this so violent? I've never seen this side of you, though. <laughs> oh, God. You've always been so nice to me. Why are you so violent today? Ray, Let's just so you know, like, before it, just so you know, he, Ben Balbo used to be so mean to you that you had to beat him up. What? True. Yeah, this is so true. Oh god. Fuck you, Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. You pre-show oh, fucking bastard. Why are you guys hating on Kurt Hawkins? Fuck Kurt Hawkins. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh god. What happened to the push for Kurt Hawkins? <laughs> it lasted for the length of a fucking part. Yeah, I did. Speaking of people whose pushes, a, a person's push who's gone on way too fucking long, let's talk about James fucking Ellsworth, everybody. Here comes the man with no chin. Here comes the fucking chin. Womp. Why is he the actual main, like, pawn in two title reigns now? What the hell? Well, let me answer that question with another question. Why the fuck is he still here? I don't... He. This is what WWE does with every good idea they have. They take... They have a good idea, and then they pummel it into the ground. Every fucking good idea. New Day. They pummel it into the ground. Fucking hate them. Fucking... Uh, who else? Goddamn... Uh, Zack Ryder is US champion. It was a good thing. Then they rammed that shit into the ground. Not really. They just fucking buried it under the ground. And now he's now he's okay. Now he's a hyper. Fuck you. Dolph Ziggler's world title run. That lasted the length of a fart. <laughs> well, it did make Edge somewhat over when that happened again. No, I'm not talking about the one with Edge. I'm talking about the one where he cashed in after Mania. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that one. That wasn't actually WWE's fault because he did get injured, so. Yeah, but they they had to do something. He came back. He came back. They had to do something. Yeah, that was the wrong thing to do. Do you think it's time to end the Ellsworth experience? Just have James Ellsworth in the fucking Royal Rumble and have him square off with Braun Strowman. That is it. That is all you need to do. That's all they need. If you're gonna do something, you know, I saw a post on on the internet today that was kind of funny. Put him in a tag team with Gilbert. That would be hilarious. No, oh. fucking uh, WWE, probably, if you're listening to us, don't listen. Please do this. Please don't listen. Don't, no, no. 
Put him in a tag team with Gilbert. That'd be fucking hilarious. Just ignore, just ignore our opinion. Go to TRSS. Go to Silent Monster Sounds Off. Go to them. They have better ideas. Go to the Run-In Radio. Go to Run-In Radio. Go to Run-In Radio. They're better than us. Please. <laughs> don't, don't take our ideas. But I gotta, oh gotta add. But yeah, fuck James Ellsworth by this point. The idea is so old. Should... It's so over... I'm just I'm I'm bored of it by now. I get it. He looks kind of funny and he can't really wrestle. I get it. That that's the joke they've been telling us for two fucking months now, and I'm sick of it. That's not even a joke. I think they're just trying to say anyone can become a wrestler, which it's kind of over already. Okay, people know they can't actually do this unless they're training. So just stop, please. I do. Sammy Zayn is looking at James Ellsworth like that, that could be fucking me right now, and, and that's not. I hope. I seriously hope that Sammy does get the push going forward, but I don't yeah. know. Well, that is the rumor that he may be. There was a rumor. Triple threat match. If they really go through with that, I will have called it. Is there a bird? Does somebody you have should... a bird? I don't, I don't know. I don't hear anything. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. That's weird. Oh, there it's gone. Oh. Must have been a little clicker or a pop or something. My apologies, guys. A little background noise. But moving on to the big point from SmackDown, I gotta ask: Is Daniel Bryan turning heel? Hawkins? No, okay. not Kurt Hawkins. Uh, okay. Bryan. Ben, elaborate. Okay. Kurt Hawkins? If they're no. really, if they're really doing this, this is the weirdest. This is honestly the most genius. Yet weird thing I've ever seen because for years, Daniel Bryan was the anti-authority figure who was fighting the authority to become the guy. He gets injured, he can't wrestle anymore, he's the GM now. And now, he's using his general manager position to put wrestlers in matches they don't want to be in, just like Triple H did to him. The Miz, Baron Corbin, Corbin, AJ Styles. Styles... The, Daniel Bryan has become the thing he hates. Daniel Bryan has become the authority. And Shane McMahon has apparently turned into Stephanie. If they're Which going, is sad. Because I like him. I like, I like Shane McMahon a farsight more than I like Stephanie McMahon. Actually, no one knows. Shane is really not Stephanie, but if... That if they were to do that, that would be the end of SmackDown. Oh God, it would be. If they if they start doing the authority figure bullshit on SmackDown, that would be. Listen, the part of me really likes the whole Daniel Bryan heel authority figure thing from a storytelling perspective. But if we had to have heel authority figures on both fucking shows, I'd be like, click. Yep. We would stop watching Raw and SmackDown. That's it. It's yeah. Over. It is over, brother Nero. It is over. <clears throat> the Hardys would say, Gup, I knew you'd come. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much all the big stuff. The biggest thing to come out of SmackDown was you had The Miz going over on uh, Dean Ambrose thanks to the shenanigans, the shenanigargles of, uh, of uh, James Ellsworth. Yeah, and, and I believe next week James Ellsworth is facing AJ, I believe, for the title. If that's if his act- leg is not actually still injured, so... If that, they that, that's have, another thing too. I don't know if AJ's injury is legitimate or if it's a storyline purpose, but I don't know. Hopefully, it's, it's not. Ins- it's insane to me, but like, I just want like this whole feud 
between AJ, Dean, and Ellsworth to be over. I want AJ to fight somebody else at this point, but then I think to myself, who else is there for him to feud with? Dong. Maybe, but what about... Uh, not Kurt Hawkins, but what about... The Undertaker! That, that seems like the direction they might be going in, but I'm but like... But let's be more realistic. I doubt they're going to have Taker in another title feud. Dolph Ziggler? If anything, I see... No, Dolph Ziggler's Zena. a loser. He doesn't deserve it. Oh, he's back no, to... Zena. He's no, back to... This, this, is what, this is what I would do. If I was on the booking committee... <laughs> this is I'm, how and... you would book it better if you were a smart ass. If I DJ could please stop with the Kurt Hawkins thing, I, I want to be. I want if I could. No. A, if I could be serious for a moment, I will let Storm. I would have at the Royal Rumble AJ Styles versus The Undertaker for the WWE. No. Yeah, then, that was pretty good. But I'm not finished. I would no. have under. I would have Undertaker beat AJ Styles for the. No. Title. What? Oh. Then your Royal Rumble winner. Is Mr. Waparu? Do 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 do. No, no, Ooh. no, 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 no. And then no, at WrestleMania, no. you do two things. One, you get that money match of Undertaker versus Cena and Mania, and you get Cena to 16 world titles. Yes. You probably <laughs> just. Yes. I want yes. Take, I want you to take everything you just said, put it aside, and bring it up in two months because if that's honestly what they're doing. That would be something. Yes! <laughs> ben, let's make the bet now. If that actually happens, <laughs> the day of WrestleMania, and we record that episode, you must say you love Mojo Rollins. Yes! Oh, God, if, Under <laughs> if Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble match, and he faces AJ Styles and wins the... No, if John Cena wins the... John wins Cena the wins the Rumble, Rumble and AJ beats AJ that night. If that happens, I will put, make a video expressing my love for the man who stays hype, Mojo Raleigh, and post it on the internet. Who is it this time? <laughs> but Mojo yeah. Raleigh, and with Raleigh. that incredibly weird note, I think it's finally time to bring this episode to a close. Ray, thank you so much for being on, for stepping in while Mike had to handle no! some stuff. Thank you for having me for the first time. This was awesome. Yeah, first Can't time. Can't wait yeah. to be back. First time, yeah. Let's go with that one. Yeah. Well, next think... week, next week we'll be doing our first edition of the court. We do. We'll be oh, back. So I'll be back. Yeah. The GAWP yeah. court. We'll see you on the next show. And thank you once again, guys, for tuning in to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. No! Once again, we just amazed that so, so many of you are out there listening to us, and it means so much. But thank yes! you. Guys. Keep sharing the links. Keep telling your friends. Keep posting questions when we post the Q and A segments on the on the page. Every question, every little reshare helps. And thank you guys once again. Once again, you can follow us on the GAWP Facebook page, the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the same tag. Oh wait, guys, you have a Facebook page? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We've oh, had it. No. Let me like that page. We have that no. right now. Yes, you can. You too can go like our Facebook page, and you also no. can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the GAWP Show. Both, same handle for both shows. Thank you once again to DJ. Hey, wait a second! Fun. I'm on this video. What? What the what? hell is uh, happening?
Uh, uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you once again, DJ. Love you long time for being an exemplary DJ. Thank you once again, Home Milk Mike, for being a fantastic host. And thank you. Wait a second. For- What's happening? And thank you guys for listening. Thank you again for listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We will see you next week for the first edition of GAWP Court. You guys have a sick night and don't forget to join the match. See you guys soon. Ray, don't watch the video. We can explain. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. You son of a bitch. You agreed to an interview. What the fuck is going on here? You're at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Studio. No! And you're doing an no! with us. No! Yes! 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 No! 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 Will you be at Hog 6 this year? No! Good for you. You're not missing much. I lied. Yes! 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 Oh my god. Will Say you be sitting with us, General Admission? Say it again. Will you be sitting with us for general admission? I insist. Oh, okay. I'm sorry to like No, you again. should sit with me, bro. Shut up! No! Thank you, Negative. Arnold. What's your real name? Arnold, did you take steroids when you were younger? Sure. Who is it this time? No, you. You stuck a needle in your ass to get bigger. Yes! Yeah, yes! Yes! We're finally getting somewhere. What do you want? I want to see the needle. What does this mean? It means that you took an illegal substance to get bigger. You know, I can't be bothered with that. You fucking had the time to do it. No. And you expect me to believe you? Yes! Yes! Fucking believe me. I'm just a 20-year-old kid from fucking... No, my Clyde Arnold Schwarzenegger does not need to answer these questions. What's wrong with that? Everything! (laughs) That's it, I'm done. Are you out of your mind? No, I I am out of my mind because of you. Stop that! Arnold, you don't need to answer anymore. I got you. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Oh! Arnold, don't threaten him. He's gonna sue. No! Yes. No! Yes. Yes! Maybe. I'll be back. Of course you will. No, they don't call him Mr. Wonderful, they call me Mr. Wonderful. Bow down the whole milk.